Lee Welch. And whether you call Brexel UMC your spiritual home or this is your first time with us, it is good to be worshiping together and beginning our new year in this way. Brexel UMC strives to be an inclusive church, which means that we intentionally make space for everyone to encounter the unconditional love of God. It doesn't matter your age, your gender, your race, your income level, your sexual orientation or ability. You're welcome here, and you are invited and encouraged to participate in our ministries and our missions. Here at BUMC, our mission is to create safe spaces to grow with God and with one another. And in this service, we have people who are worshiping here in person, as well as those who are joining us online. And I want to share a special welcome to those joining us online. Thank you for allowing us into your worship space, wherever that might be. We know that people join us from around the world, and it's wonderful that God can unite us through God's spirit, and we can be on holy ground together. In this service this morning, it'll be a little bit different in that we will not have a sermon. We will be meditating on scripture. We will be celebrating Holy Communion together, and we will be receiving um, some star words. And so those who are online, I invite you to uh, gather together some bread and some juice so that you might celebrate Holy Communion with us. And also there will be a point where we we are, have the opportunity to receive a star word, and there will be directions for you online as well. So with all of that, let us center ourselves for worship this day with this call to worship. Calling all seekers, all dreamers, all believers. Calling all glass half full optimists and lighthouse keepers. Calling all star chasers and bedtime prayer speakers. Bring your questions, your hope, your faith, your fear into this space together. For God is here. Amen. I invite you to please stand in body or in spirit as we sing our first song together. seated. God of starlight, every part of us is trying to seek you. Our bodies that carried us into this space, our heads bowed in prayer, our hearts that keep whispering, 
there is more than just this. We are seeking you, like a dog looking for its owner who will search the whole house, under beds, behind doors, in every corner of every room until their person is found. We are turning over every rock and leaf, looking for your fingerprints that belong to you. So meet us halfway, find us in the maze, quiet the rest of the world, open the door to us with rich laughter and say, come on in, we know you are near, so know that it's you we seek. Find us in these words, gratefully we pray, amen. This morning's first reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him, And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler, who is to shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. And then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for the people of God. Uh, Please stand, we're going to now sing We Three Kings.
be seated. We can only speculate what kind of people the Magi were. Were they ro royalty or astrologers, sorcerers, alchemists, philosophers? Were there three or were there many? Were they all men or were they an entourage of men and women? aged adults and young adults. Despite the vagueness of their identities in scripture, we can learn much from their actions. They observe this star in the sky, and they discern that it's pointing them to the divine. And instead of ignoring it, because they could have ignored it, they, or simply observing it from afar, they decide to make this treacherous and arduous journey closer to Christ. They cross over geographical and political and religious and ethnic and cultural boundaries, all seeking out this newborn child. And they're filled with joy when they see this child at the sight of this child, and they humble themselves before this child, bowing and bearing their gifts, gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. They listen intuitively then to their dreams, and they evade Herod's deception, choosing perhaps a more dangerous and difficult journey back home through a different, different route. And so as we look closely as the, at these actions of the Magi, I invite us to think about what we might learn from them, especially at the dawn of this new year with Christ. How can we learn to step into and journey to the divine? Not just staying where we are, comfortable, but taking that next step, seeking God in each and every day. What can they teach us about being a seeker, one who persistently seeks the sacred and learns? This year, each year, I should begin, each year, I pray about, well, what, God, what do you want us to focus on in the coming year? How can we better serve you or grow closer to you or learn with you or from you in this next year. And what kept coming to me over the past few weeks were the words lifelong learning, which is one of our values here at BUMC. How can we commit to learn wherever we are in our journey with God and with one another? Not just through Bible studies, those are great, and not just through all coming to worship, which is important, but every single day seeking to be closer to God. And so over the next year, we're going to have some different opportunities to learn about ourselves in order to then learn about how we can better serve God and, and live out God's commands to love one another and love God. And one of the ways that we're going to do this to, to live into our lifelong learning, live into seeking God, is through star words. And this is an ancient practice that many churches do all around the world. And simply, it's choosing a word 
or allowing God to choose a word for you, I should say. Because we look into the basket and we don't sift through necessarily and find one like, ooh, I like that word. But we pick one out. Apparently, God wants me to focus on the word ritual this year. I have no idea what this means for me. Jenny, do you have an idea what ritual? You all, she has all kinds of ideas. Of course she does. I don't know what this means, but I know that throughout the next year, I'm going to take this word, I'm going to take this card, and I'm going to pray over it, and I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to say, God, what are you doing? Where is this? How can I find, how is this speaking to me? How is this showing up in my life? And in that way, it's a way to pray with God, to learn to pray a different way, and to see God in our ordinary lives. And so as we come up and we're going to celebrate Holy Communion together because it's the beginning of the year, it's the first Sunday of the month, and that's what we do. And so we're going to celebrate Holy Communion together, we're going to receive God's grace, and then I invite you, as you, on either side there is a basket with star words, and I invite you to just take one. You can rustle around if you want to, but just take one. And online, I want to invite you, you can, um, you can either text into our prayer number and in, they will give you a, a prayer word or you can also, you can text um, or you can put in the comments a number from 1 to 160 because there's 160 different words up here and you can text a number and then Dana, who is our online host, will text you or, or message you back a word on Facebook, or we'll do that via text as well. So it's a way that we can continuously do this. I invite you now, as we come to this time of communion, think about the gifts that the Magi gave. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Myrrh, which was used to care for a body as it died. As a person died, they cared for the body with myrrh. The kings, the magi, the astrologers, the, the journeymen came and they gave Jesus myrrh, almost as if they knew what was going to happen, that God was speaking to them way back then. This is a holy act to remember so close to Christmas what Christ has done for us, did for us back then, and has done for us. That child that was born in the manger, lived a life, taught us so many things, and died sacrificing God's self for us, showing us that true, unconditional love, that forgiveness and that grace that wipes away all sin. And so as we come into this new year, I invite us to receive that, to receive the grace, to stand tall, knowing that God is with us on this journey in the next year, and then the next, and the next, and the next. I am going to read a call to confession, and then I want you to join with me in our prayer of confession. One of my favorite things about these magi is that they go looking for God. Actively and consistently, day by day, they follow this star until it guides them to Jesus. And I wish I was more like that. But I admit, I tend to follow God with part of my heart. I want to follow God with my whole heart, with my whole life. But I tend to get distracted or lost. Taking those exit ramps off the road, following whatever <laughs> shiny new sign I see, and that's part of being human. In the prayer of confession, 
we acknowledge that more often than we'd like to admit, we find ourselves following the wrong star. But fortunately for us, God is the map maker. And God's map is measured in grace. So we have nothing to fear. Let us pray together, seeking God together. Please join me in this prayer of confession. God of starlight, we know that faith isn't a vending machine. Good news can't be bought or manufactured. It does not arrive with a push of a button. Instead, in this noisy world, we have to look for you in our midst. We have to walk toward you, just as the Magi did. We have to believe that love really can change the world. We have to seek the stars beyond the city lights. Forget us for forgetting that. Forgive us for seeking you with only part of our heart. We long to be more like the Magi. May we walk your way every single day. Amen. Friends, I have nothing but good news. Since the very first day, God has taken the pieces of our hearts that we have offered up and has said, I can work with that. Even in our failings, God has washed us with words of grace, belonging, and love. So no matter what star you've followed, no matter how far you've walked, no matter how lost you've gotten, you belong to God. God loves you. God forgives you. God claims you. That's the end of the story. Thanks be to God. Amen. Friends, we know what it feels like to look for God. And as the, we hear all of this chatter here in person of the babies, it reminds me of when my kids were little, searching for mommy or searching for a parent. And that's what I think about us as children seeking God, our parent. We know what it looks like to, to turn our heads up to the sky, looking for stars or signs. Where is God? How might I find God? We know what it feels like to walk day after day, hoping that we are growing closer to God. We know what it feels like to seek. And I think that's part of why we end up here, because we're hoping that in the midst of this messy world, we might catch a glimpse of God that will carry us through each week. Friends, I have good news. God is already here. Like a mighty wind, God is moving through this room. God is moving around the world wherever we are. God is at this table, inviting us forward. The invitation might not be as clear as the star in the sky, but from generation to generation, God has always, always, always gathered with God's people. So I invite you to come to this table with your questions and your doubts, with your joys and your gratitudes. Come seeking, come hungry, come curious. Come not because you have to, but because you can. And I invite you to come with all of you for there is room for all of you here. This is God's table, God's meal, and we are the guests. Let us pray. God of today and tomorrow and yesterday, like the Magi, we are seeking you. Like the Magi, we are bringing ourselves closer to you step by step, word by word. So today we ask that you would make yourself known to us. Reach into our spirits. 
Give us a boost of confidence that love, your love is real and that we are not alone. We know we're asking a lot for a group that brings very little because we don't have gold or frankincense or myrrh. We haven't spent the last several days traveling here by camel. We're not magi, but we're yours. So instead, we bring ourselves to this table, to your table, in hopes of catching a glimpse of you. Oh God, pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, on these gifts of bread and juice. Make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ so that we might be for the world, the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. Oh God, speak to us in this bread. Speak to us in this cup. Speak to us through these star words. Let them be invitations and challenges for the year ahead. Let them be like stars above, helping us look for you. Holy God, you were the God of yesterday, and we know that you will be the God of tomorrow. You have loved us from generation to generation. So with grateful hearts, we pray together the words your son taught us to pray, saying together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Family of faith, the bread has been broken, and the cup has been poured, which means that this feast, this feast of God, is ready for us to partake. And so I invite you to come. The welcome team will guide you forward and invite you to come and to receive the elements, and then you might place the cups in the communion rails on either side when you are finished. It is gluten-free, and it is juice, so that all might celebrate and, part and receive God's grace together. And then I invite you to receive a star word and chuckle at how God is going to speak to you through that word through the next year. Come, let us receive God's grace.
I laugh because the two <laughs> Catholics, um, <laughs> they're like, the chalice! <laughs> like, they're going to drink from the chalice. <laughs> Would you like to take this to the wiggle room? Thanks. So, I have to say, I was concerned because, well, we, we almost ran out. Um, you guys surprised me because <laughs> we were taking bets before the service. How many people do you think we'll have? And the, the consensus was like 15, maybe 20. <laughs> you guys, thank you for impressing us. So <laughs> it's wonderful. But and it's just so good that it didn't run out because we still have the bread and the juice. And God's love never runs out. There's always enough. I don't know how it works like that other than it's Jesus. That's it. Let's pray. God of horizons and open roads, like the Magi so many years ago, we are here seeking you. Step by step, we've wandered into this time with the hope of feeling you in our midst. Step by step, you have claimed us. You've loved us and fed us. And today we have drawn our star words. For some, these words are full of meaning and challenge and invitation already. And for others, these words are a blank canvas, inviting you into our lives. So as a new year dawns, oh God, we pray that just as you have spoken to the generations before us, you would speak to us again. Allow us to use these star words as a tool that might help us hear you more clearly. May they guide us as the star guided the Magi. And in a year, may we find ourselves here together again, with mouths full of praise for the ways in which you have been present with us. Together we pray with all of the saints who came before us. Amen. Now, as we continue our time of worship, I want to invite you to prepare your offering. As we know, this is a part of worship. As the Magi gave gifts, we also give gifts to God, knowing that everything that we have came from God, and this is our opportunity to say thank you and to give back. And so I invite the welcome team to come and let us receive our gifts, our tithes, and our offerings. Let us pray. Good and glorious God, we are grateful for all of the blessings that you have given to us. Over this past year, the blessings and the struggles, the people who have shown up in the midst of those struggles. And God, we know that you were there each and every moment. God, we, we pray that you might bless these offerings, that they might be used to show your love to people in the year to come, so that they might know you and come to see you more clearly, know you more deeply. 
and be drawn into your presence and your unconditional love so that it might be known throughout the world. God, we pray all of these things in the beautiful name of Jesus. Amen. Now let us hear a poem, A Blessing for the Seekers. A Blessing for the Seekers, a poetry prayer by Reverend Sarah Speed. Blessed are you who turn your face up to the sky, who open your arms to feel the wind, who notice all the things that we should notice. Blessed are you who are fluent in wonder and familiar with awe. Blessed are you who, even now, dream dreams, who have not lost hope, who swear the glass is still half full. Blessed are you who plant trees and sing the harmony, who tell the children how this world can be magic. Blessed are you who walk and seek and turn over every things that we should notice. Blessed are you who are fluent in wonder and familiar with awe. Blessed are you who even now dream dreams, who have not lost hope, who swear the glass is still half full. Blessed are you who plant trees and sing the harmony, who tell the children how this world can be magic. Blessed are you who walk and seek and turn over every stone, pointing out all the corners and the colors that God lives in. Blessed are you. Amen. I invite you to please stand as we sing our closing song, Star Child. Before we leave, I do want to give us a few action steps of how we can begin our lifelong journey this year. One is um, this Wednesday, uh, the pastor's Bible study begins on 
uh, and it's online, it's virtual, on Zoom at 7 o'clock, so anybody can join from anywhere, and you can pop in, um, or you can stay the whole time. We're going to be digging into the Gospel of John, and so we're going to be spending as many weeks as it takes us to get through and dig in and ask all the questions that we can of this Gospel, and you're invited to join us, um, connect with myself or the office, and you can get the Zoom link for that. And then also, next week, we begin our new worship series called Get Off Your Donkey. And this is a way that we are going to dig into how we are called, like in the Samaritan story, to be like the Good Samaritan, get off of our donkey and go and help that person on the side of the road. And so we're going to dig into this. Um, There will be a small group study that will be every Sunday at 930. And then we're going to do this throughout... um, until Lent, which is just like real soon, which is strange. And then at the end of this series, we are going to gather together for a workshop on February 19th. We're at one service, 1030. We're going to um, put together 35,000 meals for Rise Against Hunger and so that they will go around the world to feed those in need. So we're going to put this get off your donkey into action. And also, next Sunday, we need to take down the greens. We have the hanging of the greens at the beginning of, but we have to do that task that nobody really likes to do and take down all the Christmas decorations. We're going to be doing that here at the church uh, next Sunday after service. And so please join us. Many hands make light work for that. Um, And for our benediction this morning, we are going to, I want you to join me in the benediction. It's actually an affirmation of faith. It was written as an affirmation of faith, but I think it's also good as we go into the world to dig in and live out these words. So please join with me in the affirmation of faith found on the screen. We believe that faith is active, found on long walks, and in long talks, in future days, and down memory lane. We believe that those who seek will find, although it may not be what they expected. We believe that God finds us first. We believe that God drops breadcrumbs along the way in the shape of people, invitations, and even starlight. We believe that being a seeker of God, of justice, of community, is a holy thing. So we strive to live with an open spirit, with soft hearts, and with room to grow. May it be so. This we believe. Amen. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen.